what's going on? Welcome along to episode 62 of the Strategy and Conversions podcast. I'm Jamie Michael Joseph, and as always, I'm joined by Mr. Mark Tanner. Hello, everyone. Now, Mark, as always, you know, we spent a good hour before we've pressed record on, on the podcast. We don't do any prepping for the podcast or anything like that. We actually help each other. You know, we go through, yeah. you know, we go through the frustrations. We go through the good, the bad, the ugly of, you know, j- just being in business, all the stuff that we do, whether it's, you know, the online stuff, uh, looking at ways to make additional income, whether it's actually in business, consulting and coaching and, and all that kind of stuff, or even just stuff in, in our lives, right? You know, we yeah. look at everything going on. And one of the things that we were talking about today is that whole kind of impact of non-action. You know, those people who, you know, they don't go ahead. We we, we know them. You know, I say, look, like, we, we know we, we know all people yeah. over the years who are still in the same place. I know they're almost ready, but they're still in the same place as they've been now for yeah. several years, you know. And they're, they're never going to kind of move forward as much as you kind of help them you know, to kind of see the light and everything like that, they're always held back. And, you know, I think that's a great topic for us to kind of cover today. It's, it's just yeah, that kind of, yeah. the issues around it, why people maybe hold back, um, you know, the, again, that whole kind of big impact of not taking action, you know, there's that thing, isn't there? I think, you know, we mentioned it on a podcast um, about many moons ago now, where we said like like the scariest thing is is being in the same place as you were last year. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And and that yeah. whole thing as well of um you know, have you been in business for five years or have you just repeated the same year in business yeah. each year yeah. for five years? You know, it's that thing of, you know, always kind of moving but never getting ahead. Yeah. And there's a great there's an interesting as you were talking then, there's a saying, and I can never remember the guy who said it, but it's quite well known. There's a saying, and I think it goes some along, something along the lines of um a man of words and not of deeds is like a garden full of weeds. Oh, wow. So it, nothing, nothing happens. Nothing grows. Well, apart from weeds, but nothing, you know, it's just like a tundra. So, yeah, inaction is huge, isn't it? It's that whole thing that, um, uh, I, I especially, it's interesting. When I, st- when I started my, really, really early on, when I started journaling, and, um, and there's a lot of people ha- so I have this when they ask me about journaling and stuff, and it's like, well, what do I say? So, well, what successes did you have today? Or what did you do today? What? Well, I didn't do anything. I didn't have anything. Well, why not? Well, because I I just did some emails and I did this and I did that. So, how did any of that take you forward? And it's like that's all in action. That's just hiding behind not taking any action. And like you said, so in a year's time, they're still replying to emails and they're still doing this and they're still doing that and they're exactly the same in business and in life pretty well as to where they were uh a, a year ago um and it's sort of that you know the, and there's a huge cost isn't there to inaction uh i was just just again when i was thinking take it away from business for for uh for a time i know somebody who was engaged to be married for seven years and uh, they got engaged yep yeah, and it was going to be, oh, yeah, when are we going to get back? I'm not sure, not sure. Seven years, and it, the engagement broke off. Surprise, surprise. Because if you're going to, if you get engaged for a purpose to get married, if you're not going to get married, then, you know, don't kid yourself and get engaged, that kind of thing, you know? And it's that kind of take one step, but, oh, I'm scared. I can't take the next step. And it's, and it's like we were talking about. I've got to wait until it's right, whenever that it's right ever is. And that's the same 
in business, isn't it? You know, well, I'm not quite ready yet. I'm going to wait until this contract comes in or that contract comes in. And yeah, and, and when you're talking on investment terms, like investing in having a having a consultant like yeah, you know, like yourself or, or consultant, but helping up with their business strategy, their marketing strategy, everything, helping with coaching to get them moving on, helping with anything, even you know, building, helping you. Know, uh, so, for example, I know, again, somebody who's had a problem with the wall on the outside wall of their house for five years, and now it's major. It's it's just it's a tiny – it was originally where some pointing was not quite right. I thought, well, i got to get that done here. Well, I'm not right. Not Now's not the right time. Five years later, damp has come in. There's a huge damp patch on the inside of the house of the wall. And it's really, and, and, and it's huge. I mean, it's not, and it's and it's all the stuff that goes with it. So you've got mold, and you've got, all the, and because he didn't act, that person. Okay, I know at the time sometimes you don't have the money initially, so put some money aside for it. Think right, I've got to get that wall done. I've got to get this done. I've got to get my marketing sorted out. So I need to think about. I need to get somebody to help me with the marketing because I don't know what I'm doing. It's going to cost me. I know that's going to cost me. So I need to start putting aside uh, a, a little budget every month so that I can and, and see how that is. Because if I'm putting aside money every month and not spending it, though I, then I know that if I'm paying that to a marketing consultant or whatever, I'm still okay with it. But unless you take action, whew, nothing's going to change. There's a, a big part, isn't it, of taking action. And that action is, we, we spoke about this so many times about doing something, but that that thing as well, just engaging in in a service or a product, you know, that, that can really help you. And like you say, you, and, and the reason we were talking about this, you know, look, cards on the table, I, I said to you, it's, it's frustrating sometimes when you put all the prep work in, everything's yeah. moving along, and it yeah, gets yeah. to the point where someone's about to, you know, sign the contract to go ahead, or they're about to, you know, pay, it, it comes to that payment date, and then they, they're even nowhere to be seen, or the excuses start coming up. And, yeah. you, and you're just like, well, What's the real reason? And and that's the part, isn't it, of trying to figure out, because that whole, oh, I need to wait until when, I need to do this. I think most yeah. people even know themselves that, you know, there's always going to be something that holds always. them back. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. Know? And, and we were talking about this, and it's like, is it fear? You know, is it a case of, well, look, if I if I hand over some money now, you know, will, will I get that back? Is it a case of just losing yeah. that money? Or is there actually the opposite part of fear, where it's like, if this actually works, you know, I'm scared about this happening. Yeah, that's that that's big, isn't it? I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, for, for the third first thing that comes to mind for for me, like you said, oh yeah, it's a fear. It's a fear of parting with the cash and thinking what's going to happen, um, uh, or it's the fear of um, you know, on the marriage thing of getting into a relationship and having responsibility. That's a big fear for people. But you know, you're right. There's the the opposite of fear is the fear of, but what if it all works? And I've got, and and suddenly my business has to expand because I can't do it all on my own, and all the other problems. So it's kind of the fear of, fear of success. And I know a lot. I remember talking about that. Well, yeah, and blogging about that years ago, and having a thing on the whole fear of success thing. And and it was interesting because there's quite a few people who said to me, "There's no, you can't have a fear of success. Why why do people fear success?" And you explain when you say to them, "Right, okay, so suddenly your business doubles and you're on your own." Okay, um, and you know it's going to. So it's something's happened, and your business is is doubling or tripling. Tripling, you're now on your own, and you've got to prepare for it. And so you've got to take on a team 
you've got to take on somebody in HR, you've got to take on this, you've got to think about that. You've got to, and it's, oh, yeah, I'm not sure if I could do that. So, well, that's because you've got a fear that you won't be ready for that success. But So you've got to have people who are going to help you along that path. So if someone says your business is going to triple in four months' time, um, it's no good saying, oh, I, I can't handle that, so I won't do it. You've got to then say, right, I need to learn how to manage that business that's going to triple in four months' time. What do I need to learn? What do I need to do? Instead of having this fear of, oh, I can't handle that, put your hands up and say no. And, and I've, I've done I've done that years ago. I've done, I've done some, something similar. Um, and I know what happens is the fact you your business then regresses. Mm-hmm. You know, it goes down. Um and it's 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 horrible, and you just suddenly, and then you look back and think, if only I had done that, and however many, however many, if onlys are there in the world. Uh, do, do you know what, mate? Again, like going back to, you know, the the people that you know that over the years you you've tried to help them, yeah, and you you've even kind of told them what to do and stuff like that, and they haven't done it, and then you, you see them again, and they say, oh, I, I should have done what you said, you know. <laughs> Or, or like you know we 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 we've even had it <laughs> a year ago you know we we did a little challenge and we were talking to someone then about what they should be doing right and that person still hasn't done anything today it's like yeah. a year later right and six months later they're like oh i'm almost ready to to start that now and it's just like you you'll never be ready you never know, because you, you just you it, there's something that's stopping you and it is yeah it's either that fear of failure or the fear, fear of success it's, it's really weird sometimes isn't it it is isn't it and and it all comes back to this <clears throat> again it all comes back to this kind of comfort bubble that i talk about a comfort zone as people call it it's when people are in that comfort zone and if and the comfort zone is so dangerous isn't it it's what when you're in that comfort that bubble of com- you know, comfort it's easy because you think you go to you, you go to work or you run a business, whatever, whatever you do. Every day you're doing the same thing. <clears throat> nice and easy, nice and familiar, and um, you're earning a bit of cash. You, you're, you're getting income in and you're paying a bit of tax maybe and you're, you're getting this going and it's all very nice and you've got this office and you've got your desk and you've got your work. And it's all very cosy and happy. And then someone, and then someone says, again, talking about business because that's what we're really about. Just say, right, your business is going to triple in three months. Um, you have got to get to a position when you manage it. They have this comfort bubble. Ooh, I can't go out there. Ah, ooh, no, 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 I can't go out of that. Because you only learn to do something. You only learn to grow. You Well, you only grow, but you only learn to find the skills to grow. The only way you're going to learn is by poking your finger out of that bubble, breaking it, and getting out of it. And so it's that fear. It's almost, it's a fear of, success it's the fear of um it's a fear of uh cash and all that but it all comes down to it's that love of being in their comfort no, that comfort, i think that's i think yeah, yeah I, think, I think everybody knows that the comfort zone is where dreams die you know and stuff oh like yeah, and yeah, that, yeah you, you said about the whole kind of engagement thing like the whole kind of relationship thing it, it's quite funny you always see those pictures where it, it kind of shows like you know, someone, someone, their body is like trim or something like that before a, a before they get into a relationship, and then when they're comfortable, they let themselves go a bit. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, everything's yeah. fine there. They eat a little bit more, you know, and, and stuff like that. But what was really interesting there is for a few, a good few months now, when we've done the podcast, you know, we've been banging on about look, you need to make more money. Yeah. So look, prices are going up all over the place. Lots of people are telling you you can save this, you can save that. 
but flip it on its head and, and start to make more money. And we we talked about it on on one episode about affiliate marketing and, and ways to make money online. And we kind of said, look, it's something that has always been there, where people have had the option to kind of get involved. But when things have been going well, and you know they're they're in that kind of comfort zone, making an extra fifty pound, making an extra hundred dollars, whatever it is a month, it, it doesn't seem appealing. It's like oh, I just I'll watch Netflix instead. You know, is is that there's nothing there. But now all of a sudden, where people are going, actually, I do need to make a bit more money. I'm interested in finding out more about this now. They have to take action. They have to do things. And I think that that's something that that happens again. We we said it the, the other in one of the episodes the other week, where it's like, look, you have to want to want it. Yeah, yeah. You, you have right. to want want to kind of improve yourself, improve your situation, or go after something. And and the problem with sitting in the comfort bubble is is exact is is that as well is that the environment around you changes and you don't know because you're in your comfort bubble. So like you just said there, you've got somebody who does their work maybe nine to five or they're trying to emulate the same kind of nine to five they're doing maybe doing eight to four or six or whatever you know they but they're they're doing their it's a set hours that they're doing they're doing their set job and all the rest of it and in the evening yeah i need to relax so they go down and switch the telly on <clears throat> maybe spend all right let's be generous they only spend say an hour an hour and a half in front of the telly um and then they repeat the whole thing over again and this is this is a classic one, isn't it, at the moment? So they do that, and they do they were doing that nine months ago, six months ago. Prices have gone ridiculous. Everything has changed. The bottom is falling out. Uh, certainly, the bottom is falling out. Of the UK and then about other places as well. Or you, if the pre, if you listen to the press, it's telling you that, and they're still in the bubble. They think I've really got to do something, but they're so now in that bubble. That they can't get out of that little routine they've got, and which ends up with them, you know, switching on the telly at night instead of thinking, actually, what I could do, I could spend that hour and a half learning a new skill, reading about something else, or actually doing, you know, heaven forbid, doing something <laughs> that might actually that might actually bring an extra income because all of a sudden it's a change, and and as we know, people hate well, a lot of people hate change. Mm. And and you've got to get to, you've got to get to a stage where you really welcome change and you love change and you actually don't if you're if you sit in a comfort bubble you should be uncomfortable because all of a sudden it's like hang on a minute I don't want to be in this place I want to move out of it I want to expand it I want to do whatever I want to learn something new if, you know new language whatever it doesn't matter but as you start learning that's when you grow and that's when things will change the same for the you know personal life relationships everything around life but especially in business yeah, it's, it's interesting isn't it i think if, if you if you take a step back and you just kind of look at life and you kind of go like everything that you do you have to learn how to do it at some point yeah yeah exactly. so it's like our whole lives we, we've been learning yeah but i think it's sometimes like that especially yeah that comfort sort of bubble but as we get a bit older and stuff like that i think we we, we kind of switch off on that whole kind of learning yeah, yeah. you know and it, it, so I, I was having a conversation with, with a guy this morning you know he must be uh you know in his 60s i, I think now and you know he, he's interested in, in technology he's like how does this work how do i do that and it's like he's learning he's, he's interested and it's like you know people you know 20 years younger would just be like my life's over <laughs> you know oh it's you know, yeah my you know job and that's it yeah it's incredible it's 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 horrible thing to see in life where you see uh we see people who are—they've uh, got to 
they've got into their 60s maybe and they think right now i'm just going to prepare to die because <laughs> basically that's what they're doing is in a lot of cases people are just yes this is where i am now and especially nowadays i mean life expectancy is is growing all the time you know it, all right, the average life expectancy around the world isn't particularly, but if you look at the UK, the amount of people I know in their nineties who were still pretty active would never have had that in you know in, in my early years, um, and so life expectancy is increasing, and we know that things like pensions and the money around and that kind of stuff aren't. In fact, they're you know with, with in real terms they're decreasing, but people seem to think I've got to the stage. And this is this going back to what you were saying, you know, I'm going to wait until I retire to do this, for example. So they retire and then don't because because for whatever reason they've decided not to. And they retire, which a lot of people don't do. It's certainly in business. I don't know many people in business who retire. But they retire and it's almost like they're preparing themselves for 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 whatever old age is going to bring to me. So what a way to live, you know? You've got to be, especially as you get older, you've got to be more active. You've got to be, and that's talking about mentally and physically, and yeah, probably emotionally as well. But you've got to be more active. If you're in business, just because you hit 65 or 67, as it is now, the pension age, you're not going to, you know, yes, you can think about changing your business and doing something slightly different. But but your pen, you need to have, um, you, you need to have some kind of income that's going to support you. And also, you need to keep growing your, mm. your, your, your mind. The mind is incredible. You can carry on growing that for another 30 years into your 90s. Why not? Just thinking that, as you were saying, then it's, it's interesting for, for myself, like thinking about it over the past kind of year or so. I've, I've had a lot more conversations with people over the age of 50 who are actually interested in the whole kind of online marketing piece, making money online and stuff like that than people in their twenties and, yeah. you know, and, and, and above that. And I think it is just that realization where it's going, okay, times have changed. I'm seeing that things are happening. I've yeah. probably lived through times where I haven't taken opportunities and yeah. now I'm, I'm seeing, okay, there's something here that I could get involved in. I could do. Whereas when you flip it on, on it, it said, and look at the people in their twenties or something like that, the whole life's ahead of them. You know, it doesn't really matter. You know, we, we've had that conversation, haven't we? Even like, yeah. you know, when you're younger, you just kind of do things for, for like the time rather than planning ahead and stuff like that. And as you get a bit older, you start to plan ahead. And then, like you say, you, you get to that stage where you're just like, okay, like, what's going on? And I think that there is is that whole kind of comfort zone again, where like that there's that saying, isn't it? Where like most people die at, at 25. But it just takes another fifty years before they get buried, you know. It's yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. It is that way. Like it's, yeah. with a lot, of, with 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 a, a huge amount of people that I meet, yeah, that is the case, and um, uh, and they don't just. Yeah, I'm 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 currently I'm doing two courses um, at the moment in the evenings and stuff, because um, I don't want to stop. I might. I don't want my brain to go. To, I mean, people talk about, you know, the, the horrible diseases of Alzheimer's and dementia and all the rest of it. But it's been proven that you keep your brain active and you keep your diet well and you exercise well, there's far less chance of getting it um, than there is now. And you ask yourself, so why is Alzheimer's and and that kind of stuff on the increase? It's not hereditary. It can't be hereditary or hereditary. So it's on the increase. There must be reasons for it. And it's because we're – 
people are losing their mental and physical health because they've just decided, oh, I don't know if I'm doing this. Not everybody, but it's on the increase for a reason. We don't use our brain enough, I think. And yes, there are there 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 are diseases that come along, uh, uh, yeah, with the brain that are reversible, but we just we kind of almost put up with. But almost it's a sense of no, I need to fight this. I need to change this. And I and I don't know, and I don't know enough about Alzheimer's and dementia, but I know there's there's an awful lot of research that says that um, yeah, keep exercising the brain, keep active, keep learning, keep doing this. Um, and the chances of, of of getting that keep your diet a diet is a huge thing as well mm. um keep your di- healthy diet and your exercise there's a good chance that you'll that you may avoid it for 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 longer maybe you'll get it eventually but um and it's while you're at while you have your faculties keep them don't just let them go by just thinking you know i'm in my comfort bubble now i'll stay here because again i keep mentioning comfort bubble because i think that is you know, the, the big kind of takeaway at the minute or people just like, look, if you listen along and you're thinking to yourself, yeah, do you know what? I am in my comfort bu- bubble. Just start to do things to, to kind of move out of it. Because like like you said there as well, like we put up with stuff. Yeah. yeah. And I think as well, if you if you turn that around and you actually say, we expect stuff. Right? It's Almost. Like, yeah. if, if, you, if you think as well, like we had that conversation like coming onto this podcast today, like we loaded up Zoom. And you're like, it took forever. Like, uh, no, yeah. You know? And it's like, we, we do live in that time now where we want things instantly. You know, yeah. so, so kind of like going, oh, okay, I'm, I'm going to have to put, put some work in for a couple of weeks to, to be able to learn that skill. Or I might need to do something now. I might need to spend a few hours a week for, for six weeks to, to build that kind of income, you know, through for, for another source. But you think, oh, that's, that's too much hard work. That's too far away because I can just press the button now and get Netflix. I can just press the button now and get yeah. online. You know, yeah. I could press the button now and get whatever delivered from Amazon tomorrow. It's like it's, yeah. that yeah. kind of thing. I, I think sometimes we we live in that time where we, you know, again, coming back to that fear and, and that kind of inaction that sometimes we think, well, it's going to take too long to get it. So I may as well not do it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. And and again, coming back to people my age in, in retirement, what I, what, what I found, maybe it's maybe it's improving with some people. I don't know, but you know, people do get to their sixties and come into their seventies, and they think, "Well, it's too late now." They think it's not too late. Just imagine you could imagine that you knew you were going to live healthily and really well to the age of one hundred. Mm. Okay, now in your sixties, you've got thirty-five years. That's 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 the amount of years you've probably been working already. So you got all that all over again, but just. You've got so much more knowledge, so much more experience uh, about things that, in fact, the last part of your life could be twice as good as, as the first 30 years because you're, you're still making all sorts of mistakes, but you've got wise to them now. So it's this kind of thing, isn't it? As you say, expecting people, oh, well, this is what comes with old age. We expect this to happen. You think, why? And it's been, again, I think it was a, a study not long back. I know we're going off a tangent here, as we always do. But there was a study a while back, and I remember that the human body is designed that it can it that it can last well to until 140. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 it's it mechanically can can it mechanically can work if it's treated correctly to around 130, 140 years old. Now, obviously, there's there's all sorts of factors in there, yeah. um, but it can work. So why not work it to 
you know, if you want it to work, you've got to work it. I was put really? onto this book um, a little while back called the the Hundred Year Life, and it, and it is talking about that where people are living longer and the advancements in in medicine and treatments and all this yeah. kind of stuff that you know we can live for longer. And and there is that thing of yeah, most people go in, well, okay, if I retire at, at this age, you know, not thinking that could be another thirty years that they they have to fund their life and stuff like that. Now that's the thing, yeah. yeah. What was really interesting, like we're, we're recording this in an afternoon. Um, earlier kind of lunchtime, I, 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 was, I was kind of uh, in my house walking through the front room to the kitchen, TV's on, the news is on, right? And within the space of half an hour, I must have walked through like three, three or four times, right? And it was there was a part about uh, mortgage rates increasing. There was parts about um, fuel prices and petrol and diesel and stuff like that increasing. There was something about the retirement age going up yeah, and yeah. there was something else as well, and I was just like, God, like no wonder I don't watch the news. Like <laughs> this, this is just all, all doom and gloom. But it's like, you know, that whole kind of thing there is, yeah, okay, pr- prices are going up. You know, it's like we, we know that we we know prices we know are going that. up. Yeah, yeah. And it's like again, look, if you don't take action, coming back to right at the beginning, look, that cost of inaction. We actually said this. Uh, I, I can remember saying to, this on a podcast a while back, where I was just like, whatever, whatever energy bills were going up by. You know, just say it was like an extra £100 a year uh, or, or an extra £500 a year, I think it was. You have to make an extra £500 a year just to be in the same position. Yeah. You know, and it's like that now is where we're at a point where, okay, things are going up. It's like next month you have to make an extra 10% on what you're making this month just to be in the same place. Yeah. So so why sit back? Why, why be comfortable? But why not go, I want to take control. Yeah, exactly. And, and see see what I can create myself. Yeah, and I think that that's the whole thing going back to, as you say at the beginning, is that um, when we were talking about people in, in business who are kind of making decisions, and they're saying, well, I'm going to wait until this check comes in, I'll wait until that comes in. It may not. Yeah, it may it may be a case of if they're relying so far on that one check coming in or that one payment coming in from that supplier, <clears throat> what happens if that supplier goes bust? Or what happens if... Whatever happens, the supplier refuses to pay, and it's a bit and it's a bit long. Yeah, it's a bit longer. What we have to do is start thinking: okay, how can I make my business more resilient, or so that I can start not saying, "Oh, I'll wait until this." I can start saying, "Yes, I can do this now." And then, and the other thing was, you know, with those people who are ready, who are almost ready to go, and then at the last minute, they ah, oh, I, I know, I I'm not sure if it's right, and that is. That whole fear of, well, as we said, maybe the comfort bubble, but also the <clears throat> the fear of running out of cash, maybe. So again, it's what action can I take now, so I don't have to. I don't have that, so I have that choice. That at the end of the day, I can say I am ready to go, and yeah, I've got the cash. Let's go. And and, and that, that, that on on the cash being there, I think yeah, okay. If, if the cash isn't there then, you know, maybe fear gets in of going, when does the cash come in? You know, that that kind of thing. But when the cash is there and you don't press the button, it's like, okay, what is it? Like, what, what's what that tri- trigger going on in your head? And it's like, I can remember talking with this guy and, you know, we were ready to, to kind of work on you know, his business, you know, kind of going to the next level and, and stuff like that, him making the income that he wants to earn and stuff like that. And I can remember him saying to me, I don't, I've got some inquiries at the minute, like things are going quite well. I, I don't need your help and it was like 
it was at that point I, I remember saying to him, I was just like, you need my help more now than ever. You just don't know that yet. Like that's yeah. that's the thing. It's like, you know, it, everything seems fine when, when the phone's ringing and stuff like that, you know, but how do you keep that going? And, and more so as well is that, you know, even some of the stuff he was talking about, I could see the errors that he was making where there was a slippery slope that he either becomes a really busy fool yeah. from, and not getting the income that he wants or that burnout just happens and there's no business left. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And this is coming back, isn't it? When, when uh, if you do decide, if, if, if you are making that decision to, to grow, <clears throat> then be aware that you're going to be busy. You are going to be busy, but you need a team. So if you decided that, yeah, I really, really want to grow my business, okay, <clears throat> um, you don't have to be, um, you don't have to be that busy fool. You probably will be busier doing something else because you're going to have to build a team, manage a team, and learn about how to how to communicate with that team and, and get them working well. That may not be forever, but you're going to have a bit of a more of an initial uh, work, and then maybe then once the team is working well. Um, you can either just take a bit of a backseat for quite for for a few minutes and think, right, what can I do now in my business, or you go ahead and build another team, so you can expand even more because you've done it once. You think, oh, I'll do that, okay, why not? Okay, let's 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 triple this again um, because I know I can build a team and get more teams, and all of a sudden your uh, your your learning has changed because you've now got to manage you, you're now managing teams, you're managing people, and you probably stop becoming a technician. And you're now a manager, really, truly, a proper business manager of your business. Other people are the technicians that are doing the doing. You're now controlling the the kind of their output and the fulfillment and how your business is growing. And that's when you become a business owner. There's too many, uh, there's too many, um, I want to say one-man bands because that's a, that's a bit demeaning, but there's too many micro-businesses, one person in there, who's still are not true business owners. So what happens is when their business expands, they just think they have to expand. And they think, well, I, but I can't work 24 hours a day. Well, no, of course you can't. <laughs> no one can work 24 hours a day. Um, so guess what? You, you're putting a ceiling on your business. To to expand, you can expand your activity and how much you do, but you're going to burn yourself out if you're not careful, like you said. You don't want to be a busy fool that really, really burns, burns out. So you can, you know, you've got your own limited uh, abilities, and you can go so far. But you know that if you want to really expand your business, you have to start building a team—not necessarily employees, but a team of contractors, you know, freelancers, whatever. But you've got to build that team um, around you to be able to facilitate that. Because if if you can't do that, and you, no, see if you can't do that, that's the wrong word. Anyone can do that if you. If you're not willing to learn to do that, mm. then you'll never expand. And and you know as well at like that part there, it's like looking looking at your options. Like a consultation with um, a business last week, and that that kind of similar thing. It's like well, we can only take on so much work. You know, if we take on any more, you know, we'll be too busy for it. And it's like if you stay as you are, yeah, you no, know? but you have options then in how you can kind of grow, but also. Let's look at how you can increase the income without doing all of that work. And it's a yeah. case of you know, look, yeah. looking at things or shortening processes here, bringing in support there, leveraging and, and maximizing then, you know, technology and also options, you know. So even things like um, 
right? Okay, look, once you've finished with the client, you know, who do you know who can actually support that client as well through a different service? You know, can you take a commission off of that? Can you refer them in? Like, can you just make that customer journey a lot better? There's all these kinds of options that you can do, but that that piece that you said about team, I think I've probably lost count the amount of times I've had these conversations and actually had one this morning where like people just say, look, you know, your team members, they never see it the same as you. They never want it as much as you. You know, they work nine to five. The five, five o'clock comes around. They've already got their coat on. And they're, yeah. they're leaving. You know, they don't have that that kind of passion. And we're talking about a member of their staff. And, and I was like, look, if, if you look at these numbers here, you probably should have sucked this this person a year ago. Because like, what are they actually doing with their time? I was like, I would take this job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they kind of, yeah. They, you know, on, on paper, they do about half a day a week and, and take a full-time yeah. salary, you know? So so what's actually going on? And it's like, yeah, okay, the the, the person running the business, they've, they've probably been a bit preoccupied with other things, that the, their eyes have been on the board with this thing. But it's like, how long has that been drifted away, right? But then the flip side is, well, this person can make commission, this person can make a lot more money, you know, but they just don't do it. They just, you know, yeah. I, I just I turn up and, and and take this money, and you know that's it. There's no ambition there, or you know, maybe ambition is, is a is a good word to kind of look at with, with all this, with that kind of fear of you know fear of missing out or that fear of inaction, that fear of, of success. You know, is there an ambitious level going back to obviously look? You you want you you have to want to want it. Do you have to yeah, have that ambition? Yeah. And I think that's and I think that once you if you're a business owner and you and you say right, yes, I definitely you've you've, <clears throat> you've taken the decision. Yes, I do want to expand my business. I do want to build a team. I know I'm going to have to change the things I do. Um, again, what you have to do it if you're going to build a team that are that do want it, that do want to grow with you, you have to then learn how you discern that when you start interviewing people. How you work that out? Do you have psychometric testing? Do you in- do you have something to look at the behavioural patterns of working that out? But again, it's a completely different level of skills. And a lot of people say, oh, I'll just get an agency to do that for me. <clears throat> but the agency doesn't care about your business. The agency wants the commission that you're going to give them, which is normally a salary and all sorts of things. are going. To... So that's not the way to go, because what you're doing is you're, you're saying, oh, I can't be bothered to learn that. I'm going to give it to an agency. So they can pull the wool over your eyes totally if you wouldn't have a clue. Mm-hmm. So you need to learn it. I wouldn't say that I'm not saying don't ever give it to an agency, but learn what needs to be done so that when you do give something to an agency, you are in control and not and you're not losing that control to another company to another company. I think that that is everything in business across the board, right? Now, but like you said, that you're not saying don't use an agency. What, what you're saying is, is that I'm going to leverage using an agency to yeah. support me in, in this part here because it yeah. is, is exactly the same like we spoke about it before. It is exactly the same if you were to look at a, a marketing agency helping you, if it was yeah. you know sales training helping you, if it was even even looking at finance and accounts and stuff like that. You don't have to know what the ins and outs. You don't have to know how to build a website, but you have to know why you need that website, how it fits into what it is that you're trying to do. It's yeah. exactly that, isn't it? With with the whole kind of recruitment side, is that if you kind of look at it going, I can't be bothered, or you know, I'm not interested, I'll just outsource it to a recruitment agency, it's probably not going to work out. No, if you were exactly. just like, I'm going to engage this this recruitment agency to help me because I want X, Y, Z, and these can actually do that piece to find that person, that piece yeah. of the puzzle. Yeah. It, that's how you leverage things, you know. 
exactly and you've got to be willing to learn all about business i mean i'm i'm um I, i'm just today was it was it me i went to a networking meeting today and talking to a few people who keep going through feast and famine feast and famine all the time they're going through feast and famine and um and he's saying well when is when do you have these good yeah you know, when do you have this good these good months when it really works well some are seasonal businesses I understand that to a certain extent, although there's still things they can put in place. But they'll just come out random. Oh, this, you know, um, November was a brilliant month. Well, November and December, you know, and I did have that conversation. Somebody surprised me. I think December was a brilliant month for me. November and December, I thought, oh, okay. So I said, well, what did you do with the money you made? Well, it's kind of, you know, it's got, it was spent in Good January Christmas. and February. Yeah, it's spent on Christmas. I yeah. said, well, did you, did you think that, I've made a stack load of money I didn't expect to make here. Brilliant. And I've done well. I'll put some money aside for those rainy days. Yeah, that's you know, old your mum used to say, put some money aside for a rainy day. You say, Yes, mum, whatever. And you probably didn't when you were a kid, you spent it. But in business, you've got to. That's where people talk about business resilience. Well, cash flow is one of the big resilience and having that cash stuff. Not necessarily cash that you've loaned or you've borrowed or uh, or um you know, even cash from, say, investments, if you've got a rental property or something. But actually, operational cash is, is the real king. So if you've got some really good, really good months, and you know, because we've talked about this in the past, that you will have some bad months. Because after summer, you get the winter. And after winter, you get the summer. So in the summer, you're putting money aside. And, and and the same thing you're building at your marketing as well in the summer. But you're putting money aside because you know that when the winter comes, it's like your your store of grain, if you like, for the winter. So when the winter comes, that's what you're going to be living on because you've got that store of grain going on. Hopefully not all of it. And then you don't have the feast of famine. You start to you, you start to soften that curve until eventually you can get so, such good months that you're putting money away that actually you don't have a cash flow curve. And as well, I was talking to people about it. It was like, it was like, a, oh, right. And it dawned on them. I think, and these were, were talking about 40, 50 year old, year old business owners. And I'm thinking, how do you not know this? Because they've never taken the time to even pick up a book about bookkeeping, maybe. Because, oh, that's boring. I don't want to know about that. So they've given it to the accountant. So they just handed all this. Stuff. Yeah, you, you deal with the cash, bookkeeping. Can you do the book? Yeah, great. You do all that. Okay, so they've been doing the invoicing and the bookkeeper, bloody blah, 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 all the rest of it. And the accountant, um, most no, not most accountants are looking at your business as it was as things have gone on because they'll do your tax and everything. Some accountants help you to grow your business, <clears throat> but if you don't know that you need them and you don't know you want to do it because you haven't bothered to, to check out about different cash flow things, then they're, they're not. Probably not going to offer. They're not going to be proactive. So it's when you request it, you want you want it. But the first thing you need to know is not you don't need to know accountancy, but you do need to know about cash planning. It's like marketing. Every business owner should be a marketer. They don't need to do that marketing, but they know what the what they need from their marketing. So when they bring in somebody, say, look, this is what I want. Well, this, 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 and that. You say, okay, sounds good to me. You can do your, you, you, you can weave your magic and do your thing. And you say, right, this is the plan. And they'll say, great, that's, that's exactly what I'm looking for. So it's the same with the, with the cash planning and stuff. You say, I want, you know, I want to build. So go to your accountant or whatever, or 
or you can do it yourself because it's not too difficult. I want to build an amount of cash so that when I have link times of my business, um, I don't go into that whole thing, waking up every night thinking, oh my God, how am I going to feed the kids? Or whatever, that kind of stuff, you know. Not difficult, you just got to start thinking about planning. And that's what people don't do because I know some people think that planning is a bit of a, uh, I like to wing it. I, I heard this. I heard so, this. I, I was about to say that whole kind of thing of, of planning is that I think you get a lot of people that they, they just deal with, you know, what what's tomorrow? You know, what yeah. they wake up tomorrow, you know, I'll see what happens with the day and that kind of thing. Maybe they have a little bit of an idea going, okay, this is what I want to do by the end of the month or this is where I, I kind of want to be. But as you were saying then, it was like, for me, look, strategic marketing is that whole kind of piece of, yeah, okay, look, what, what are the highs and what are the lows? Okay, we average between 30 yeah. and 60K a month, right? Okay, how do we make 60 that new bottom? You know, so yeah. how do we move up? How do we go, right, okay, yeah. between 30 and 60 now, how do we get it so we're between 45 and, and 85? You know, or, you know, that, that kind of, like, space then that we go, our new bottom is like the average of what we were doing before. Yeah. And it's like, how do we take the steps to, to obviously get to that? And that, that piece, like you said, like, you know, we, we spoke, spoke about um, recruitment, we spoke about accountants, spoke about marketing. Yeah. There, there are some good people out there. There are some bad people out there. You know, you obviously, you know, you, you have to do the work to find out, you know, the good ones. But fr from the marketing side, what I would say that, that I've seen a lot, and this is probably the same for, for a lot of industries, right, is that you go somewhere and you tell them, you know, this is what I want. They will give you what you've asked for, what you want. They won't necessarily tell you what you need and do what you need. You know, so you could go to someone saying, look, I, I, I want you to, to run my, you know, but we've said before, like search engine optimization is a great example. I, I want you to run my search engine optimization. Yep, no problem can do that. It's, it's 700 pound a month, whatever it is. Yeah, fine, we'll, we'll start paying it out. They won't turn around and say, but like your website is is ridiculous. Like you know, yeah. no one's gonna buy from you because it it just you know it doesn't even look like a website. You know, it's you're not going to get that. You know, yeah. no one's gonna turn around then and go, yeah, do you know the the copy on there could be a lot better. You know, we could actually make it a bit more persuasive. Do you know what you're offering there? You know, have you thought about repackaging that in a way, calling it something else? You know, no one's gonna be looking at that. They're just gonna say yes, we'll take this money for for the search yeah. engine optimization. Yeah, and that's right, because this is the thing, isn't it? When he, uh, the, the person, the business owner, needs to understand all these different things. And, and this is where masterminds are brilliant. And a lot of people, um, I don't know, um, I'm not sure if they're still as popular as they were. I, th I think they're brilliant. I've been in a few, few high-end and low-end ones. But a mastermind is that you normally have a mastermind of people working together. And you'll have someone who is a real marketing yeah, they they do the marketing in their own business, and they're really switched on with stuff. And you'll have somebody switched on with cash flow planning, maybe because they're an accountant. So when you say, "Look, I've got this feast or famine problem, and I'm not sure what to do about it," the marketing person will give you that. And so, okay, what's your website look? Can we look at this? Can we look at that? Because he's he's basically helping, or he or she, they're looking to see how they can help you best. And then the accountant, he or she, is saying, uh, "Right, okay." Do you have cash pots? Do you put stuff to one side? Do you look? Do you look after this? Do you, are you? Is your are you tax efficient? Are you this? Are you that? And all of a sudden, that you you're getting all this advice. You're not necessarily having to read books to get it, but you're learning from them. You're taking notes, and all of a sudden, you're expanding your knowledge far quicker than if you were on your own. 
And this is the power of the whole of the mastermind is that you can just get so much knowledge so quickly and become an expert in what and how to run totally how to run your business um, because it's made up of people with different skills. Mm -hmm. So yes, you can you can take the time to learn all those skills yourself, and to a certain extent, you probably would do it in a, in that kind of mastermind way anyway. But it doesn't mean necessarily you've got to trawl through thirty or forty books every month about, no. on accounting and marketing and sales and all the rest of it. And, and that's, um, the, that's the point of you know we we spoke about before of like the higher level of thinking. Like yeah, there, there are different levels of sophistication in every industry. You know, yeah. is that you know I've read probably every marketing book there there has ever been kind of thing, yeah. right? And you know I can take bits and pieces out of that to put my own knowledge together. That when I'm talking with, with someone, you know, I'm, I'm speaking with someone where they go, "I'm having this problem," or "I'm thinking about doing this." The knowledge is there to go. This would probably be the best fit for you. Yeah. You know, or you know, have you thought about looking at this or something like that, rather than it just being okay, look, here's the one service that I sell. You, you should yeah. have it because X, Y, Z. And I think that's, that is the the kind of benefits there of like a mastermind or, you know, you, even just, just your kind of network of knowing the right people that you don't have to read, you know, like an accountancy, you don't have to do an accountancy qualification to learn everything there, but you can actually tap into going, what is it I need to learn? What is it I need to know about? Do I need to know more about cash flow for, forecasting, for example, you know, with yeah. where I am right now, that would be the best part for you to read on right now. Yeah. You don't need to go through everything. Yeah. It, and it was it was really interesting because I remember being in the mastermind where they virtually told me they 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 came they kind of I was new to business and I probably over overstretched, but again, this is the whole thing. I probably over financially at the time overstretched myself. But this is um where I didn't say I'm going to wait until this happens and I'm going to wait until that or oh, I'm not sure if I'm ready to do that I thought no I've got to I don't know enough about business I've been I'd had a couple of businesses some couple were reasonably successful but I've always had small very very small businesses and so I was still very new to it and to, to say I was a business expert would have been nonsense so I went and I was in this mastermind and they were full of people and again this is the good thing about masterminds, in a way. People who have been in business far longer than me knew far, far more than me. And I said, right, I need this, I need this, this, and this. And they said, okay, well, don't worry about that yet because that's not what you need. Exactly. And don't worry about this. Let's focus on that first. And I would have never thought that. I would have read a book and I would have thought, do you know what? I need to start doing this. And I would have gone <laughs> down a little rabbit hole. Yeah. And and again, when you have, like yourself, when you when you have a somebody with dealing with marketing strategy like yourself, you go in and say, "Wait, not sure you need to really concentrate on SEO at the moment. What you need to do is make your website more compelling. Let's get that website up together. Let's make that a real force first. Let's let's do this bit of marketing here on uh, I don't know, uh, Google Business or whatever. blogging. Maybe you need to put some blogs in here. Let's get all that stuff working." Then the SEO, once we start getting that, we'll look at the writing the copy for SEO. And it all joins up in a strategy, which you do, as opposed, like you said, just somebody saying, I want SEO because I've read it in a book. Oh, yeah, well, we can do that for you. And then I'll, I'll yeah. run through three examples, right, of conversations that I had last uh, last month, right? One that where basically someone was saying, 
yeah, we, we've tried marketing before, you know, it, it didn't really work. So we're, we're not going to spend any money on marketing again. Right. It was just like, how, how do you expect to get customers and stuff like that? Oh, crazy. You know, yeah. yeah, that whole kind of thing. When you actually got into it, it was like, what, what did you actually do? We paid someone to run Facebook ads. It was like, okay, so look, you know, Facebook ads are getting in front of someone. And this was like a, a higher end service as well. Right. It's like, you're hoping to pique someone's interest at that time that they take action to fill out a form for you to call them back. It's like, that's tough. It's t- tough yeah. in, in it, right? Yeah. Marketing, yeah. really, you want to build your own database that you can market to time and time again, right? But forget about that. But that's just like one part where you're like, you know, in business, <laughs> you're saying we don't need to market, right? Then another conversation, having a chat with someone, yeah, we, we, um, we're we looking to double our business next year. Right. Okay. Cool. I'm, I'm on that. Let's have a little look into it. When you actually look into it, when they talk about doubling their business, they are literally talking about doubling their business. Where they go, we replicate what we have now. We times it by two, so we take on the same amount of clients again, and we bring in the same amount of staff again. Right. And you look at it, and you kind of go, if if you actually did this, at best, you make the same money. Yeah. But you're probably yeah. going to be making less because of X, Y, Z. Right. Yeah. And then another conversation is that where someone goes, this is what I'm planning to do in eight months time. And I need to start putting this kind of stuff in place to build up so that when it gets to that kind of six to eight months, we can actually move over from what we do now to moving over to here. And it's like, absolutely, 100%. Like, let's plan that out. It's perfect. So we can actually, you know, start moving along at the pace that is needed, you know, putting a few contingencies as well. And look at where we can make it even better moving along. And it's like, and these three people were in a similar space. And, yeah. and it's like, I know that that last person is going to wipe the floor with the rest of them. Yeah, 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 that's right. Absolutely right, yeah. And it's just that, yeah, it's just that, for, and again, that comes down to the foresight and planning, doesn't it? And, um, and you know, if, <clears throat> if you're on, uh, yeah, if you're on your own in business, you say, I want to double my business. You, you you can read a book on how to double. I'm sure there are there, how to double my business in a year, and it'll lay out all these things. But you still don't know the people you need to speak to because when you're when you're on your own, li- literally on your own, you 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 don't know. You've got to go out. You've got to start researching who's good and who's not, and build up a team of people of trusted suppliers, if you like. Right, that person can help me with marketing. This person is a great accountant. I need that. I need someone who can help me with business planning on, I don't know, on HR, for example. I'm going to build a team. So I need someone to help me with that. Yes, you 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 do need to know what you want to do. And again, you, you'll, re- you'll get that from a book, but it's that team of people that's going to help you. Now, they could be teams that eventually build up of employee. You could employ those people. But initially, <clears throat> that's a lot of money to spend unemploying people that maybe you don't have you don't have the cash flow at this particular point so use use free use contractors freelancers like like ourselves and just say right i need you maybe for let's see how it goes say maybe for six months because i need to start building this because i want to i want to double my business and i want to move on to this new platform in, in nine months time so i know three months is going to have to be spent on on really get my marketing working out strategy worked out and started to implement it the back end right i'm gonna have to make sure i've got cash so i need someone who can work with me on cash planning business planning 
work out what I need to do. And, and so there's different projects that are going on at the same time. So that person now, like you said, that third person, has now become a project manager as opposed to a doer, a technician. So they're now saying, right, a project is, this is the, the overall project. There's bits to it. And I get, I will manage all of those projects, but have people doing them for me. Perfect, because guess what? As you said, it, yeah, if, if it's efficient, he might even triple his business. Yeah. That and, and that's exactly it, man. You know, I'm, I'm looking at it on paper going, it's a smart move. Because I, I can see the bigger picture. I can see exactly what, what they're working towards. And it's like, yeah, okay, this is what's, what's needed. There, there's a lot of work that, that goes yeah. in. You know, it's not just a case of, yeah, it's just a bit of a few bits and pieces. There are different people involved, you know, a, along the way. But the whole point is, is that you're going, okay, yeah, in, in eight months' time, rather than in eight days' time, I need X, Y, Z, which you do yeah. get as well, man. We've all been there where... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone, someone's, I need your help, yeah, but I, I need I need this within a week. You're just like, you know, it's, yeah. it, come, it comes back to that whole kind of triangle thing, doesn't it? Of like, you know, it, cheap fast and yeah uh good or whatever it is you know and, and it's like you know if if it's good and, and cheap you know oh, well, i can't even think what it is now but it's like you know there's two of them it can't be the third one as well you yeah, know so yeah. so if you if you want fast and, and cheap it won't be good kind of, kind of thing yeah 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 that's right stuff there but it's like it is interesting it just you know i think we'll wrap up the, this episode here but you know just circling back to like we said at, at the beginning is that you have so many options to you today like the the whole kind of world is connected is open you can find the right people to support you you can get access to the right things you can learn the the right things as well just sitting back and doing nothing you know you will you will be disappointed in yourself when when you move forward we we used to talk about this on on the podcast you know back last year where we would say look where you are right now it is a result of where you were a year ago six months ago three months ago a month ago those decisions that you've made have got you to where you, you are in right now. You're thinking, where you yeah. will be in one month, three months, six months, and 12 months' time is what you start doing today. So I think, like, the, to close on this one, for, for myself, I'm just like, look, just start taking action. Whatever it is that you want, start making moves to work towards yeah. it today. I think that's essential, isn't it? What ultimately it comes down to, come, comes down to is that you have to be an action taker. You have to think, right, okay, Yes, I can learn this, I can I can put this, but I've got to start implementing. If I want to expand, uh, and I'm first of all researching and maybe thinking about what I need to do and get some help with that, and then just doing it, just just actually start doing it. Oh, that was the, the, the tag from the last episode that you went It was, wasn't it? Just yeah. It. And I think we'll run with that again. Yeah. Look, whatever it is, just do it. And look, if you do need some support, just email over, you know, uh, info at strategyandconversions.com. You know, we'll message us on social media. You know, get our input, you know, get us on the side. You know, yeah, we're, we're always definitely. happy to, to help our listeners. So, yeah, let us help. Let us help. help. And yeah, look, we'll leave it there. Mark, it's always been a pleasure. Indeed, it has. It. Thanks very much for listening. Yeah, okay. Cheers, everyone.